Welcome. You're tuned into the Living in Rhythm podcast where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. I'm Sister Sunday and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? The sun is in the final degrees of Capricorn. And so I think we better tune into high planes and gather inspiration from the ultimate Capricorn, Martin Luther King Jr. I'm so inspired by the concept around soul force activation, which originated from Mahatma Gandhi and then was rephrased, reframed through Martin Luther King Jr. And I think it's the perfect phrase, the perfect action for us to move forward because as the sun traverses the final degrees of Capricorn, it's going to conjunct Pluto, 28 degrees. This to me represents soul mission, soul evolution. There's going to be a light shining the way into our soul mission. So I want to really maximize this, this window. We're going to talk about that. And then the moon is waning from the last quarter into the waning crescent, and it's going to hit a new moon just a day after the sun moves into Aquarius. So we'll have the sun in Aquarius and the moon in Aquarius, and then we'll have that new moon in Aquarius to help bring us into the future. (laughs) Yeah, the energies are all about Capricorn and Aquarius this week. We want to talk about using dignity and discipline to develop uniqueness and creative protest, revolutionary energy, rebellious energy that's going to help project us into the new earth, the the new form of life and values that we're building. Yeah, there's actually so much to talk about, but... Most importantly, it's just time to center ourselves and let our soul force, our soul shine. So let's tune in. Take a nice deep inhale. And as you exhale, start to root yourself, root into the earth. Root yourself into the core center of the earth. And as you do that, anchor yourself in a sense of love, acceptance, and presence. And in that presence, just recognize there is a security, a foundation in that. And so as we root and as we root ourselves in love, in security, in presence, you want to start to bring the energy up and allow it to rise, rise it up not only through the central axis and out the crown, but into the horizontal field, into the diagonals that inhabit the four directions. We want to start to take up space in all the directional energies possible that we can envision in our field. And so just take a breath or two to to tune in and feel this expansion and this contraction, this expression and reach into the field and the grounding back into the center where we're anchored and rooted in love. (laughs) It's that heartbeat in the center of it all.
once you've had a few breaths, you know, and again, I just want you to start to honor your own breath timing when we do these practices. That's what we're trying to tune into our own sense of rhythm and our own sense of presence. And so, you know, I talk a lot about the vertical axis and the horizontal axis. We could also talk about the North, the South, the East, and the West. These are all very foundational in our presence. But we want to start to get into the field a little bit more through the diagonal angles, through the angles and the spaces that are maybe not as, we can't maybe access it as easy yet. They might feel, it might feel to a degree that, you know, I mean, I always think of the front and the, the upper and the front space get a lot of attention. Bring more energy and more awareness into your back peripheral field in the lower back energy. And just this, this whole concept of tuning into our, our field allows us the sense of our aura, understanding the rain, the actual field as our aura. And through that, through a strong, rooted in the heart, rooted in love, through a strong center, we can start to expand and rise out from that center into the aura And the whole, my practice is to see how fortified I can get in a full expression of that. And I call it the auric range of motion. It's a presence in my strength, in my range of how full I can be without feeling, without collapsing on myself. As my friend Jericho would say, you don't want to collapse on yourself. So it's like, how far can we, can we expand out into the field that requires a sense of getting more intentional around the angles. This is so deep, you know, and, and what I want to say about it is like, there's this as above, so below within, without. When I talk about the, the embodiment piece, there is so much relevance to the cosmological piece. The, the core calibration and cosmic synchronization come together. And that's what I'm trying to really to, to help us understand that the more we understand ourselves, know ourselves, and then know the world, the rhythms and the cycles of the world that we live in, in relationship to time, space, the sun, the moon, the stars, the elements. I mean, this is coming back to nature. It's also coming back to our primal source, our primal self. It's, it's rooted in this earth. It's rooted in love and creativity, creation. It's such a powerful place to, to access for strength, power, clarity, healing, you know? And the thing is, is I'm, I'm really starting to get this, this Aquarius coming in is feeling so powerful. Like there is a call to action that's swelling, <laughs> but I'm going to ride the wane a little bit. Let's talk about this because basically that orc range of motion that I was just speaking of, it has this effect when we're, when we're present and we're rooted in our center and we can expand into the field with our true auric range of motion through the breath and our heartbeat, our intentions, our prayers, our emotions, our thought processes are all creating a vibratory resonance, a vibrational resonance that permeates the field. It goes beyond us. That's our vibrational resonance. It's also what I want to consider as a soul force. The, the essence of our presence emanates our soul force. 
our vibrational presence of our soul's intention when we're rooted in love and and we're present in our center. And this is the call to action. This is the first foundation of the call to action is get your body and your mind right. (laughs) As my friend Duke says, get your body and your mind right. It's like, you know, but it's true. You have to get your mind and your body integrated. And then we can talk about integrating through the spirit as well. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're doing this to some degree. I'm asking us all to take it to the next level. I'm holding myself extremely accountable in how present I can be in my vibrational resonance. And then that's not enough now. The next level is to move forward into the future with my soul force activated, my soul mission present and engaged in everything that I do, rooted in love centered. Oh, that's some, that's some high standards. That's some high standards. And it's so Capricorn. Last thing I want to say about the core calibration, recognize that your presence, your very existence is very, that is communicating and expressing through the field. Just start to know that so that, you know, I've talked about it before where sometimes if you're loud with slamming doors and slamming cabinets or opening things, like we can be really loud in our energy and our presence and just come back to this tune in when you're centered and you're aware in your sensory, in your sensory perceptions, you can catch on to these things and see how through this practice, I've learned to be more graceful. I've also learned about timing and synchronicity synchronicities show up on a regular basis on a, they've been showing up on a regular basis. And I think it's because I'm present and aware and tuned in. I'm feeling clear. And so now that receptivity is coming, there's a balance between giving and receiving. And it's this beautiful act of if when I'm centered and I'm tuned in and I can really project and radiate an energetic field, I'm giving I'm giving a positive vibration into the collective field through my presence, through my sense of self rooted in love with a broad auric range of motion. It's that projecting love, projecting prayers, intentions, visions of the future, of the way I, of what I'd like to experience. There's that. There's also this sense of being able to receive that same, if I'm open to give that much, then I want to practice being able to receive that much light and love. And that's where I feel like this, with the, these last degrees of Capricorn, we're being asked, I, it feels very deep and grounded and practical for moving forward that we allow ourselves an opportunity to give and receive to our fullest capacity to give with a, with responsibility with authority with discipline with grace and to receive with that much equally receiving with grace Well, you'll find what I've found in my own life through this presence, through this practicing and sense of presence. I I am experiencing an empowered sense of my unique self, my unique 
even though there's a lot of people, there are countless people that do quote unquote, what I do or have studied quote unquote, what I study. They have podcasts, they have schools, they have what there's, you know, and the thing that's, that we have to start to recognize is that we all have our own signature imprint, vibrational print that we're adding to the collective. And that's being, this is so Aquarius, the art, the art of really allowing yourself to be your unique self in harmony with the whole. I am you and you are me. We are we and we all live together. (laughs) Oh, Beatles. Okay. So I, I think I probably just screwed up those lyrics, but you get the point, right? Namaste. Satnam. So let's talk. This is, this is actually, if you've been listening to me for a while in 2020, I coined this little mathematics, this little math, uh, (laughs) word problem. Hmm. Um, it's core calibration plus cosmic synchronization equals soul force activation. (laughs) Soul force is really it's a spin off of soul shine. Like I feel like in the new, like in the modern world, in this modern time, we, we, a lot of us refer to soul shine, let the soul shine. Right. And the soul shines cool. It's present. It's light. You know, soul force is active. There's an action involved when it's soul force. It's a projection and a movement. There's movement and there's projection in the idea of soul force. So where does this soul force phrase come from? Well, Mahatma Gandhi had this, has this quote, this famous quote, Satyagraha is soul force, pure and simple. Satyagraha is a Sanskrit word for truth and true force, truth force. It's rooted in these concepts of nonviolent resistance and persuasion that's grounded in love. It's a loving truth. Truth is my identity. Truth is all there is. It's love. And that concept is kind of deep and I'm still, I'm still wrapping my head around the Gandhi piece. It actually is newer. The, my, my relationship to this, to Gandhi speaking of soul force is still relatively new. I've only come to terms with this in the last couple of years since 2019, 2020, when I, when I started talking about soul force activation, because it actually originates in my world. When I first heard the phrase myself was through Martin Luther King Jr.'s I have a dream speech. And I have to say, as Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X are huge role models in my life. They both, for their own unique way, have inspired me in so many ways and really helped me connect to my blackness. It, it's one of those things where I am, I, I've always been intrigued with listening and reading both of their speeches. They're, they are two of the most eloquent speakers of the 20th century. And when you read their words, let alone hear them speak their words, it is some of the most powerful things. And so I highly recommend you go maybe listen, you can stream the Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech. There's several other ones that I could, I can't name right now, but there, but there's so many. And, um, 
it's it's really fun. That's like some good fun work for for anyone that has a lot of Mercury, Mars, Gemini, <laughs> third house stuff. The studying speakers and and writers, prolific writers and speakers and speech givers. This is you know public speaking. This is a good soul. This is a good soul practice for for those of us. Um, so that's this is probably one of the reasons why I've been so drawn to this. Okay, so that's my roots connection to it. I first heard the word soul. I first heard Martin Luther King Jr. speak of dwelling in the high plane of dignity and discipline. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. So deep. And when you consider the context of which both of these men were speaking this, speaking of soul force, it was a time when they were standing up for their rights. They were standing up for freedom and equality for all people, but especially their people, but all people. They spoke for everybody. Truth. Love. And it's an interesting word when I when I study the the relationship of it that Martin Luther King got the phrase from Mahatma Gandhi. It's so beautiful. So he, Mahatma Gandhi was a major inspiration for Martin Luther King Jr. when he was starting to rally the people and speak of, of people showing up to meet physical force with soul force rather than violence. And there's a way to project clarity and strength and power through our vibrational resonance, through our soul force presence. And so I just like want us to if study this a little bit more for yourself if it interests you, because it's it's a really deep layered study. And I'm still, I, I think I'm gonna be unfolding this one for a while, which I love. But I think specifically that this speaks so eloquently, it so eloquently describes the relationship of Capricorn into Aquarius, this relationship of building something new and revolutionary, this idea of being strong and masterful and clear to be dignified, disciplined. That puts us on a level, a high plane level. The concept of majestic heights. This is so Capricornian, so mountain goat, top of the mountain there is power and clarity from being able to traverse these high planes into the majestic heights where we can allow ourselves some perspective in order to really gather our energy and shine our light, let our soul force come through with some clarity and, and power and true intention, like in, embodied intention. This, the Capricorn energy is third dimensional. It's earth. And the, the Aquarian energy is so highly mental. It's so highly mental and beyond things that we can even conceive to, to come together and bring some unity between these two signs, which seem like they should be so opposite of one another. But in reality, they, when we study the evolution of the Zodiac, you can see how that powerful foundation that the Capricorn establishes in discipline, in dignity, in, in grace, in mastery, how that moving into Aquarius gives us some insight and some ability to go beyond, to think outside the box, to 
because it's coming from a rooted place. You see, it's so layered. And so as you like feel into this, these last degrees of Capricorn, because it's not even just the, it's not even just the sun moving into, into Aquarius, but there's Saturn and Venus in Aquarius. We're setting new value systems with this revolution, with these revolutionary concepts. We're setting them. We're laying the foundations. We're asking. We're being asked to embody and live it. Live it. Let it be a vibrational resonance that, that projects and, and ripples into the field with a clear, strong presence and message of love. <laughs> yeah, love and clarity. It's for the future. So here's the other thing that's so amazing. As the sun wanes through Capricorn in the final degrees, when it hits 28 degrees, it's going to conjunct Pluto. That's been at, that's at 28 degrees Capricorn. And Pluto represents the soul. It is the evolution of the soul. As per Jeffrey Wolf Green studies, I love it. The evolution of the soul, the soul's journey, the soul's mission can be seen through Pluto. I also suggest that it, it's also seen through the nodes. I mean, other astrologers do this too, but it, the nodes, moon, Venus, Pluto, the nodes, those are the evolutionary pathways is what I like to call them. So the sun joining Pluto at the last the final degrees of, of Capricorn is a power move. It's a soul power move. If you can let, if you can be, if we can, if we can be centered enough, rooted enough, the light will shine away through for our soul's evolutionary journey, a grounded way, a practical way, a highly majestic way. A dignified, disciplined way. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm just saying. There's some insight right now. I feel it. I feel it in my soul. I feel it in my own life. I can see the reflections and synchronicities of how life right now is very much pointing me into a certain way of how to use my energy, how to focus my time, how to maximize my experience. What's going to take me down the path where my soul is meeting its mission? where I'm evolving as a human being with what I've got. We got to work with what we've got and what we've been given. Maximize it. And this, this moment of time when Jupiter and, I'm sorry, when Pluto and the sun come together in the final degrees, this is a potent moment too because we have all of this, Pluto is going to be moving on into Aquarius. It'll come back for a minute, for a little bit, but we're going to have its first hits of Pluto moving into Aquarius. So, I, at moments in time, we'll never have this again. We will never have this moment in time like this and this timing, not like this ever again. Every moment is so divine and cosmic and unique. And so are we, every being, every soul, every sentient being is so unique. I'm being called to honor that unique in the collective, the unique in all of this, the unique that inhabits this earth, this earthly plane that I dwell on. Because if I can get present in, in honoring that, not only in myself, but in others, then we can transcend that, take it to the next level, Aquarius it. 
it's, it's a really powerful time for souls, for soul healing and soul mission, soul journey, you know, like get on your soul, your hero's journey. This is hero's journey time. Hero's journey. For those of you that know Joseph Campbell or Star Wars <laughs> or Matrix, it's the hero's journey. We can do this guys. So that's my mission. And, um, so the last thing I want to say is that Sun conjunct Pluto is occurring on January 18th. And then the 19th of January, Mercury goes direct. Yahoo. But honestly, like, try not to put so much weight on the Mercury retrograde thing. Because guys, don't sweat the small stuff. That happens four times a year. Big whoop. Retrogrades aren't bad. You know, they're not good either, maybe, but they're not bad either. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, if you, whatever your energy is focusing on, you're going to manifest more of. So if you put that weight on Mercury retrograde, it's going to be, you're at once a season, it's going to hit you like a wave. Or you can ride it and just get good at riding, at surfing these cosmic waves. So we got the Mercury going direct, and then we have Saturn and Venus joining forces in Aquarius. They're going to be conjunct. And that's cool. I feel like, again, there's just more, more insight around being able to come into our foundation of, of the value systems that we're building for the new future, for the new way. It feels super profound to me. Yeah, all the Capricorn and Aquarius, it's, it's deep. It's deep. <laughs> you know, and the thing is, is Capricorn is the, the ruler, the ruling planet of Capricorn is Saturn. And Saturn is in Aquarius, which is its secondary planetary ruler. It's at home in these two signs. And so just having those two, it, I feel like this season specifically, this timing of, of the Zodiac, the cycle, is the first time I've really felt this relationship of how, how much the Capricorn and Aquarian energy works together through that evolution, through that evolutionary process. You know, but for these last days of Capricorn, just solidify some of your, your hearts, solidify some of your intentions around your having dignity and grace and presence in your own uniqueness. So the sole mission of Pluto conjunct sun is happening on January 18th, 28 degrees. Mercury goes direct in Capricorn on January 19th. The sun goes into Aquarius, zero degrees Aquarius on January 20th. And on January 21st is a new moon. And that takes place at 1.52, 1.53 p.m. Mountain Time. And so it'll be the sun and the moon conjunct in Aquarius at 1 degree 32 minutes. What is this? It's the first full, that's the first new moon of the year. So that's, it's a really powerful of, of 2023. If you're going by the, you know, Gregorian timing, that 2023 first new moon on January 21st, having it being in Aquarius again is representative, representing to me, it's future oriented. It is about this idea. It is about the idea of being able to project and reflect a new way. It's, it's a new way of living and a new way of being. 
the fact that the sun comes off of this really intense Pluto conjunct moment and then into the sign of, of Aquarius, it's sort of a precursor to that Pluto coming into Aquarius. So again, I feel like these this this week with all of these cosmic alignments, I feel like we're getting hints of how in in the way that we can really embody the future that we're looking to build. It's it has to now start to show up in the world. It's there is a call to action as I said at the very beginning of the sesh, there's a call to being more creative in our process, more revolutionary. And coming back to the concept around the soul force, soul force, that, that idea of persuasion. And (laughs) I mean, that word is kind of triggering for me, I have to say, and I studied rhetoric in college. It's my favorite. I love rhetoric studies, rhetorical studies. Um, those are my favorite classes, but but still, this idea of, I feel like sometimes it gets a connotation around manipulation. Manipulation. Persuasion. Persuasion is also, if when we take it from a soul force perspective, there's actually a way where we can use our energy and our presence to direct. <laughs> That's manipulative too. But still, there's this, there's a, you know, I mean, there's varying degrees of what, I mean, have some, have some dignity, have some dignity, honor, and grace when we do this, and then it won't be a problem, right? If you're coming from a centered, dignified place, you won't be using the persuasive forces in a bad way, but using it for good. This is the thing. We're being there, the future, that Aquarian new moon at the first degree. I think it's so powerful because it's, again, it's showing us this beginning phase of Aquarius is happening now. It's like we've been preparing for the age of Aquarius, the dawning of Aquarian, of the Aquarian age. And we're getting hints now of it's on, it's coming. It's, it's here. We are the future. And the more that we start to embody it, that goes back to that Capricorn stuff. It's this balance between embodying the, the new qualities and the new visions And this is the other thing that I think is so cool about it really is when you put it into perspective around the embodiment piece, the living in rhythm piece, it, the lifestyle piece, it's, it's not new. These are things that we've been practicing and it's more about us having the, the strength and the courage. That's the oppositional, that's Leo energy, which is opposite of Aquarius. You know, there's this, there's a strength and courage and present, like a royal, a high, highly majestic royal vibration. When we come from that dignified place and then in love, you know, we can actually start to, to work some of the, like we have, we want to master the things that we know. And I keep saying this, it's like, I, and, and I'm practicing it. It's like, I see these things in my life that I've known that I, sometimes do, or I go in waves and, you know, there's a lot of embodiment wellness practices that they kind of go in cycles and I'm looking to find more of a consistent rhythm with some of this, this stuff that my way of life. And I'm, I feel good. Like I'm, I'm feeling great about it all. Actually. I also know that there's still room for, for, we can always improve. I can always do better and I'm doing my best and I can do better still. 
And that's kind of what I'm striving for when I think about this soul force activation is really having enough discipline in, in my presence to then let my vibration really, I mean, it's in my works. I hope you can feel it in my works that I share with you because this is in my works is the place I can do it the best in the, it's tougher when you're with your, like the ones that love, you know, it, I, like I said, the consistency is what I'm after now. I can do it. I believe now I have to put my, put my money where my mouth is, put my word, you know, live my word on a higher level. I've been doing it, but I want to do it more. I want to do better. And so again, it's this idea around rising to majestic heights, being able to take the highest plane, to, to dwell in the highest planes of consciousness, of presence, of frequency. I just want to say this insight to me feels like it's coming through with this new moon. So as the energy peaks at that sun, Pluto conjunction, and then it traverses, the sun traverses into Aquarius, we're being given a window of, of an insight into our future. No joke. Use it. There's insight this week. There's insight all day. Synchronicities abound. There's insights day after day. It doesn't have to be a special alignment to receive the blessings, the magic, the insight. But cosmologically, there are times when the forces are aligned for maximum experience. I feel like this week is one of those weeks. No pressure. <laughs> you know, and I, again, there's a it just it, the best that we can do for ourselves is to honestly presence ourselves enough, be grounded and rooted in our center of gravity enough to where we can use our sensory our sensory perceptions to actually perceive and and receive the feedback, the insight, the clarity that's the giving, that's the receiving, right? And then the giving is that ability to, once we've integrated that, then we start to project it and allow it to ripple into the field as our own true soul force. Boom. So that's just a little bit. There's, there, you know, I, I'm looking for this balance right now between I want you to understand the basics of the sun and the moon sign patterns as the sun and the moon move through their phases. These are key. They relate to us and our presence on earth relating to the sun and the moon. The other planets as they come in, there's some that are going to speak louder than others. And I just want to reiterate again that especially with, with waves like Mercury retrograde, Mars just went direct last week after a few months of of us experiencing it and, you know, tune into what astrologers are saying and please do your best to make it your own. That's the Aquarian way too, is to understand, to be able to define your unique experience with it in the collective. Yes, there are foundational archetypes. Yes, there are certain patterns that have occurred. And I have my own experience and I honor that in myself. And I want, I'm, my biggest prayer is for you to honor it in yourself too. So that, you know, we all come up together in our own timing, of course, but like, seriously, there's a lot of, I, 
I don't want to, I'm not going to bag on people. I just, I want you to know there's a lot of information and a lot of people saying things that have a lot of great information. And there's a lot of people that are sharing trash (laughs) and I'm holding the higher caliber here. And I am only going to speak to what I live and what I know, know this (laughs) for true. I'm looking for majestic heights. I'm looking to be a disciplined, graceful, present human being. And on my own life, in my own life, I'm going to practice what I preach. You know what I'm saying? It's a lifestyle. So bless you and bless that. Bless your trail. Bless your, bless your, uh, <laughs> bless you on your path. Before we go, I'm not going to read the entire, I'm not going to read the entire speech. It's a long one. Highly recommend you going to YouTube or you can stream I Have a Dream or any other Martin Luther King speech. When, when we get closer to Malcolm X's birthday, I'll probably share some stuff around that too. But this, this I have a dream speech. I want to read that excerpt that I took the soul force phrase from in its entirety, just to give you some perspective. And after you've listened to what I've had to say, and then you can listen to, to the, the phrase in the context of how Martin Luther King used it. And then maybe you can develop your own understanding of how you might be inspired to activate your own civil force. Okay. So Martin Luther King Jr. in I have a dream speech says in the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. We must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline We must not allow our creative protest to degrade into physical violence. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. Boom. (laughs) Yeah. Dignity and creative protest. That's some good, that's some good word sound power work in that. (laughs) Seriously, though, you know, in the the creative protest, I just want to say this word creative protest, this phrase is very much pro express protest, pro express. We want to get creative. And I said it again and again in this time, there are going to be high inspirational access. There's going to be some high inspirational access for new ways of living, new ways of being human, new ways of creating and expression. The artwork that's going to come through, that's being channeled through you perhaps, is is going to speak to human humanity and healing and our uniqueness. So definitely find ways of letting yourself, your creative protest, your creative expression come through in its own unique signature rooted in the center, rooted in love, activated your core calibration and your cosmic synchronization gives you that soul force activation. All right. I'd like to share a song that I wrote with my friend MCAD. We're the freedom movement when we sing and play together. This song is called Make Change. I hope you enjoy it. You can stream it on all platforms now, too. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) All right. 
sort of lose track of time Now and then I try to separate from the mind Focus on the breath and envision the divine Manifesting peace, love and discipline I hope you're listening I sort of lose track of time Now and then I try to separate from the mind Focus on the breath and envision the divine Manifesting peace, love and discipline I hope yeah. you're listening yeah. I sort of lose track of time The mind is a terrible thing to waste And just in case you hadn't heard I've been representing love and that's my word And I'ma do it to death From my first to my last breath I'm gonna live for the movement Know that improvement starts with myself and Yeah, I'm gonna recognize the one This connects all among this planet that we live See, we be like prophets in our own mind Manifesting through time in such a beautiful place Yo, and in the face of a negative space I manifest peace and grace yeah. I sort of lose track of time Now and then I try to separate from the mind Focus on the breath and envision the divine Manifesting peace, love and discipline I hope you're listening I sort of lose track of time Now and then I try to separate from the mind Focus on the breath and envision the divine Manifesting peace, love and discipline I hope you listen in. There's still time to make a change For the bettering of our world We still have time Every single one of us, every single day We still have time to make a change yeah, yeah. I sort of lose track of time Now and then I try to separate from the mind Focus on the breath and envision the divine Manifesting peace, love and discipline I hope you're listening I sort of lose track of time Now and then I try to separate from the mind Focus on the breath and envision the divine Manifesting peace, love and discipline I hope you're listening Every single one of us, every single day We still have time to make a change Happy new moon. Take this. Let your soul shine. Be blessed. And definitely, definitely presence that soul force. Let it come through, y'all. It's time to move. It's time to do. Let's get involved. Let's move our energy and make it a real, make it a reality in this time. so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. If you support the channel, just give it a little rating, give it a little love, share it with your friends, whatever, no pressure either. But thank you for tuning in. I love you and I'm glad you're here and let's all continue to do our best, shall we? Blessings and love, y'all. Peace.